Hello, Kryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat here with my co-host, Jake Jabarelli, to give you the top 10 daily stats and your crypto news of the day. Make sure to check us out on Discord and YouTube. With that said, enjoy the podcast. Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, with my co-host, Jake Jabarelli. How's it going, Jake? It's going pretty good, John. All right. Sounds good. So, for the Cryptonauts out there, we are here today to give you the top 10 daily news, no, top 10 daily stats, and your crypto news of the day. You can check us out on Discord, YouTube, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox. Just search for Cryptocurrency Chat or Blockchain John. So with that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with the first one, of course, being Bitcoin. In first place, settling at $48,879.25 with a 7-day loss of 0.2% and a market cap of 918 what was that billion? Billion dollars. Yep. And number two, we have Ethereum selling at $3,232.81 with a seven day gain of 0.3% with a market cap of $378 billion. Number three, Cardano settling at $2.89 with a seven day whopping gain, gobs and gobs of gains of 18.4% of a 90 with the market cap of 92 billion dollars. Number 4, Binance Coin uh, settling at $482.31 with a 7-day gain of 7.1% with a market cap of 74 billion dollars. Number 5, Tether settling at $1, of course, with a 7-day gain of 0.2% and a market cap of 66 billion dollars. Number 6, XRP Settling at $1.16 with a 7-day loss of 5.3% and a market cap of $53 billion. Number 7, Dogecoin. Settling at $0.28 cents with a 7-day loss of 10.6% and a market cap of $37 billion. Number 8, Solana. Settling at $94.07 with a whopping, whopping 7-day gain of 26.7%. And a market cap of $27 billion. Number 9, USD coin, settling at $1, of course, with a 7-day gain of 0.2% and a market cap of $27 billion. And 10th place, we have Polkadot, settling at $25.90 with a 7-day loss of 7.4% and a market cap of $26 billion. Alright, CryptoNuts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $2 trillion. $180 billion. With that said, make sure you collect your daily candies up here on the top right corner. Click the container. As you see, I have collected mine every single day. And you can go to rewards and obviously redeem NFTs. A bunch of little, you know, coin tracker counting. You got uh, some awesome VPN discounts. The block, you, you want a ledger. They got NordVPN. They got a bunch of stuff on here. Check it out. So with that said, let's go ahead and pass this off to Jake for our crypto news of the day. All right, let me just start streaming here so y'all can see what I'm doing. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> I'm not letting the stream. Ruh, bro. Hold on, I can do it, I can do it. 
Services Regulator, the Financial Conduct Authority, FCA, said that the crypto exchange Binance has refused to provide basic information about its business conducting, uh, including that <coughs> Binance Markets Limited, Binance UK entity, is therefore not capable of being effectively supervised. Jake, FCA, can, FCA, can, you, uh, can you restart your screen share? Oh, is it not up? It's just loading on mine. Just cancel it out and restart it. See your screen. Cool. Alrighty. There continue. Alright. The FCA considers that the firm's responses have been incomplete and have included direct refusal to provide information. These include failures to provide details about how the business and group are organized, the FCA said FCA said in a supervisory note. <clears throat> the FCA added that the firm has refused to explain what routes UK customers could use to produce products and to identify the legal entity that sits behind the Binance website, Binance.com. Decrypt has reached out to Binance on eight separate occasions during this month requesting information on how Binance Group is organized. We have yet to receive a response. The FCA's supervisory note dated June 25th, 2021, underlines that regulators' frustration firm's apparent unwillingness to provide information. Based on the firm's engagement to date, the FCA considers the firm not is not capable of being effectively supervised. This is a particular concern in the context of the firm's membership in the global group, uh, which, uh, which offers complex and high-risk financial products, which pose a significant risk to consumers. And this is, of course, the reason that the United States is doing a similar thing to the UK, is they're worried about uh, regulation and of these entities that are you know, dealing with lots of people's money. Previously, BML, uh, the Finance Market Limited, was known as Eddie UK, an authorized investment firm since April 13, 2018. Finance acqu acquired the firm in May of 2020 and importantly inherited the permission held by Eddie UK's prior to the form firm forming part of the Binance Group, as in they snuck under the wire. According to the FCA, the firm stated its intention to offer regulated activities to customers, but has not done so by the time the FCA original consumer warning on June 26. Binance recently told Decrypt that the B, that BML was acquired in order to own and operate Binance UK. Uh, Binance UK in, intended to be a bespoke exchange for UK customers. Spokesperson for Binance said that, as noted by the FCA, Binance Market Limited has fully complied with all aspects of its requirements. We continue to engage with the FCA to resolve any outstanding issues that may exist. CEO, the exchange CEO, Xingping, or otherwise known as CZ, Zhao, uh, also weighed in on Twitter, posting a link that FCA's updated consumer warning about BML. In his tweet, CZ quoted the FCA directly. As you can see, if you're not on uh, video, it says, uh, on the 25th of August, 2021, update on, on June 20, 
2021, the FCA imposed requirements on BML. The firm complied with all aspects and requirements. So I think that CZ is probably just basically getting at the idea that the purchase was meant with the rules. It, he's obviously not saying that, but it's pretty obvious that that's what he did, or they did rather. Um, and they feel like they're in compliance. They're like, look, we did what you said you, you do. If you interpreted that differently than we did, well, that's on you, not on us. So um, I can kind of see the reasoning. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think Binance is trying to hide anything, but I will say, based on my experience from, from the United States, that uh, an awful lot of people are uh, not really super happy with how regulation is going. Now, obviously, there are some people like um, uh, Elizabeth Warren here in the U.S. that are very interested in making certain that uh, the people are protected. But Here's the thing that I keep... Here's the thing that I keep hearing over and over again, that Binance.us is without a doubt very uh, very well regulated and it's it's audited regularly. There's no issues with Binance US. Now, Binance Global is a whole different entity, even though it's still part of like, Bin well, Binance US is a part of Binance, but Binance being the global entity of, uh, of all these different chains of, of different nations, Binance itself, is I think their issue is that they're in too many countries that it's very difficult for them to succumb to all the laws and regulations of all these nations as of right now. And I'm sure uh, the manpower has to do uh, has has to be like the main issue with that. Maybe they don't want to do it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just want. Maybe uh, CZ just wants to just put it up to the American man. Like ah, we're not going to do it. I don't know. I don't know this guy personally. Uh, but for sure, without a doubt, I've been told many times over that Binance.us is is square, is on the level. Yeah, and it, it certainly shows the restrictions. So that's not all that strange. Uh, you can't. There's certain things you just can't do on Binance.us. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I rules are different in each country. You want to take the next one, or shall I? Uh, go ahead. I'm still loading up mine. All right. So here we have Andreessen Horowitz pushes for more diverse governance of crypto projects by John, probably Jeff John Roberts. The cryptocurrency world loves to celebrate an ideal of a decentralization in which blockchain projects are governed by a diverse community of token holders who are not beholden to any single entity. But in reality, most crypto projects remain deeply centralized due to a small clique of founders and investors controlling most of the tokens. That's why a new initiative by the giant crypto investing firm Andreessen Horowitz, uh, also known as 16Z, as A16Z, is worth watching. On Thursday, the firm announced in a blog post that it is opening, it is open sourcing our token delegating program which will entail sharing resources it has built to foster more decentralization, decentralized governance. The resources include legal agreements, as well as a set of criteria that A16Z developed in, uh, to assess whether a given company or organization is a good candidate to receive a share of voting tokens that determine whether a given blockchain should make changes to its protocol. This is sounding an awful lot like Hedera Hashgraph. 
According to According to A16Z, the firm has already delegated voting rights in some of the tokens it owns in decentralized finance projects like Compound and Uniswap. It began this process by distributing voting rights to a handful of startups, but more recently expanded the group of recipients to include university blockchain clubs and nonprofit groups like Kiva and Mercy Corps. Here's a graphic from the A16 blog post announcing the news. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you can't see it. Uh, the percentages are as follows 46% to universities, uh, 26% to startups, 21% to nonprofits, and 7% to crypto community leaders. In an interview with Decrypt, a 16Z crypto partner, Jeff Amico, said the initiative came about in part because some entities who hold a large share of tokens in the project choose to do nothing and pretend that they don't have any power. Namico added that A16Z is trying to trying to practice uh, trying to practice what it preaches by expanding the list of groups to which it assigns voting rights. On a practical level, the delegation process means that a token holder uh, assigns voting rights to a third party via blockchain for a limited time, while the token holder retains the underlying ownership rights. Delegates can then vote as they see fit on various proposals affecting the blockchain in question. Recent examples, of course, are used while compound. During the period in which they are signed, the voting rights. Sorry about the discontinuation. According to A16Z, it delegates, its delegates are truly independent and have a num on numerous occasions already voted in a manner contrary to the recommendation of the firm. While A16Z has the power to revoke the rights, the firm says it will only do so in extraordinary circumstances, such as when a delegate ha is having a, in a bad faith manner uh, that harms the project. While A16Z enor is enormously influential in crypto due to the size of its investments in its early bets like Coinbase, the firm has also ruffled feathers due to its dominance of the industry and fondness of cultivating publicity. While, meanwhile, some may question whether the firm, which has ties to nearly every major crypto project, is in the best position to carry the banner of decentralization. Kind of sounds hypocritical. Amico, or Amico, of A16Z, however, rejected this absurd, uh, as abs absurd, pardon me, rejected this as absurd, the notion of the firm as some sort of puppet master when it comes to controlling how it delegates votes on various proposals and stressed that the firm is committed to divesting control over blockchain protocols to responsible third parties. As for how to identify those third parties, the uh, resources shared by A16Z include a list of best practices and scoring system that assigns points based on criteria like expertise, commitment, and absence of conflict. It's too soon to say what the impact of the company's efforts will be will have on the voting rights get, uh, get distributed from the major blockchain projects. But if the firm calls uh, firm's call resonates with other major token owners, the crypto industry as a whole could take a significant leap towards its oft invoked ideal of decentralization. Mm -hmm. you know? I know that's a lot of big words and kind of almost confusing as to what the author is trying to get at here, but um, it, I can see the conflict. You know, A16Z is a big group, and of course, Amico is going to downplay the potential for the puppet master concept. 
Um, but if they really are, and they do seem to be, interested in decentralization, even if they are a centralized unit, um, it, it's, it almost seems contrary-wise to the general idea of a typical company, a typical business, to be um, to not be centralized. They, might, they typically want to be centralized. You know, they want to control everything. And if there's a company out there that's promoting this idea of decentralization, they either have a leg up in it, which seems like they might, or they recognize the value of the ultimate value of decentralization, which is really, I think, what we recognize too. Um, it's the power of the people, not the power of the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even though it's still decentralized, as long as they're the key holders of that, they can still earn their their cut uh, out of each and every uh, transaction fee that's that's created on on their exchange or whatever. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's still. I mean, everybody realizes the reason there's so many different um, uh, what exchanges out there is all those people realize that they can make a lot of money off of being an exchange. All right, cool. So, you all done? All right. You should probably not view my my window unless you want repeats. No. <laughs> okay. Let me go ahead and start mine up. You want to close yours out? Yeah. All right. Let's see where are we at. Here we go. Go live. All right. Crypto knots. Let's see. Uh oh. Uh oh. We're looking at C three Media's YouTube channel. Mm hmm. Yeah, but where's my where's my where's my browser? That is your browser. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Got it. Okay, Cryptonauts, Before we continue on, I just want to remind you that we do have a YouTube channel for C3 Media. Just go check out C3 Media um, in, in YouTube, and obviously you see all our videos that we've uploaded. We upload every Sunday and Wednesday for uh, crypto crypto news and your top ten daily stats, and uh, a bunch of interviews that we have here. Check them out. So. With that said, oh yeah, also we, we're on Anchor. We got all our episodes there. 313 episodes deep. We are rocking it. So, with that said, let's go ahead and get started with your first news from Decrypt, written by Scott Chipolina. Government of Cuba says it will recognize, regulate cryptocurrencies. They definitely need that. They definitely do. The government of Cuba announced yesterday that it will recognize and regulate cryptocurrencies for payments according to the Associated Press. The announcement came in the form of a resolution that said the country's central bank, Banco Central de Cuba, will govern how citizens will uh, would be allowed to use cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum. The Cuban economy. The announcement has come at a time when Cuba has been rocked by anti-government protest. Protests took place last month over a lack of food and medicine amid a severe economic crisis worsened not only by COVID-19 but also foreign sanctions. Bruno Rodriguez, a representative of President uh, Diaz-Canel, blames the protest on salaried agents at the time. In addition to the lack of basic necessities like food and medicine, Cubans are also reeling in the aftermath of the government's decision to end its dual currency system, which has caused many Cubans to lose out of out on funds as they trade in Cuba. Cuban con, uh, convertible pesos, CUCs for the traditional Cuban pesos. 
The Cuban government did not provide any significant details about why cryptocurrencies will be regulated and recognized in Cuba other than for reasons of socioeconomic interest, like El Salvador. However, the move may be interpreted as a means of preserving wealth for everyday citizens, following in El Salvador's footprint. Footsteps. Earlier this year, El Salvador made the move to recognize Bitcoin as legal tender. While Cuba has not explicitly said any cryptocurrency would become legal tender, the announcement does signal a move to incorporate cryptocurrencies in, into everyday lives and payments needs of Cubans. The government also reportedly said that it states itself uh, said that the state itself would control how cryptocurrencies operate in the country and that those operations would not involve illegal activity. Well, I don't know about the Cuban government, but I know that in regards to the citizens that this would be an amazing thing to have. I'm sure that there's already a lot of Cubans out there using crypto, especially Bitcoin, um, just just as a safe haven. Because obviously the Cuban peso is not doing good, but I wish them all the best. Yeah, it's unfortunate that uh, there's so much uh, derision within Cuba's government in general. Uh, they need. But I mean, it would be nice to have something stable. Assuming that that is what can happen with this, like their current, you know, currency, as it is true with a lot of smaller countries, can be very, very uh, variable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Well, uh, here's here's here. Okay, well, what do you think? Will they come out with their own CBDC? They might. I I don't. I mean. I don't think they have the infrastructure to, to really implement it. Uh, so, the fact that they're even talking about what they're talking about is almost feels like just a, hey, look, at, we're, we're into crypto now. Hey, you know, check this. I, I, can, I see your point. I guess it's in regards to um, internet infrastructure, right? Data right. connection uh, throughout, throughout the nation. Uh, yeah, I, I can see, I can see uh, how, that's, how that's an issue. Yeah. Um, but there also, there also is a SMS-based... Um, I guess transactions that you can do, and I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people do have cell phones that that do SMS, but I'm sure that's also costly as well. Yeah. All right. Next news. This one I'm pulling out of CoinDesk. This one's written by Sebastian Sinclair. Blockchain, and I love video games by the way, so that's why I'm want to read this one. Blockchain role-playing game, uh, Mirror Four launches in 170 countries alongside utility coin look at that look at that graphic mm, mm, mm. nice mirror 4 a blockchain based multiplayer online role-playing game that features a utility cryptocurrency has completed testing and is now live according to a press release the video game which was launched thursday allows players to gather utility coins known as draco in turn the coins can be exchanged for dark steel an essential resource used in the game and vice versa. Utility coins or tokens are those that can be exchanged for goods or service. Draco can also be exchanged for non-fungible tokens, NFT, which users can see in the game. Those NFTs can be traded on an NFT marketplace that's scheduled to be launched next month. According to the coin's website, Draco's real value is derived from its uh, nominal, nominal value with a share dividends-based bonus. Its intrinsic value, meanwhile, is guaranteed via the value of the resources derived from the game, according to the game's publisher, We Made Co. 
the price for Draco stands at around $6.25 and has jumped 221% over the last 24 hours. The game, which has been released in 170 countries and in 12 languages, can be played on different platforms and downloaded on the mobile phone or PC. Okay, I'm downloading this on my phone right now. After, after, we're, after we're done, after we're done. Mirror 4 made its debut in South Korea during a testing phase last year and successfully completed further testing earlier this month, according to the release. Awesome. I, I, I just wanted to read that. I'm downloading it. Mirror 4. There it is. Okay, next news. Uh, this one's from Decrypt, written by Ek and Jack. Ethereum NFT CryptoPunks hits $1 billion in total sales. And the reason I wanted to read this because $1 billion is not child's play. That's like way up there. That's crazy that CryptoPunks is way up there. That's insanity. Insanity. Alright, let's read this. CryptoPunks, a 10,000 strong collection of Ethereum-based NFTs today surpassed $1 billion in sales according to NFT aggregation site CryptoSlam.io. That makes CryptoPunks the second NFT project to hit the billion dollar mark after NFT game Axie Infinity surpassed that level on August 8th. The game has amassed a total trading volume of $1.6 billion so far. Jeez Louise, that's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I think game developers need to start looking into, you know, doing some more... Like, like Mirror 4. They're going to make bank. They're going to hit that billion-dollar mark real quick. The punks, are, the punks are now so valuable that the cheapest one sells for... Four, <laughs> that's insane! $445,000! And this is insane because they were only a few bucks not too long ago. That's yeah. insane. And prices are rising fast. Just yesterday, the floor price for a single CryptoPunk was $345,000. Some punks are so rare, uh, so rarer than others, and each commands different prices. The algorithm that generates the collection for uh, collection four years ago assigned different attributes to each punk. For instance, some some smoke cigarettes, some are zombies, and other are aliens. The punks were created in 2017 by Larva Labs, a software company run by Brooklyn-based developer Matt Hall and John Watkinson. The pair initially intended for the punks to be used as a part of video game, but released them as NFTs instead. Hall and Watkinson claimed 1,000 punks for themselves and let the community claim the rest for free. And for free! (laughs) In the years since, the punks have soared in value in part because they're one of the oldest collection of their kind. Trading surged to new heights late last month, uh, pushing CryptoPunks' daily volume from $1.8 million to $41.5 million within a week. Wow. Things got even hotter this week. On Monday, CryptoPunks hit a daily sales record of $101 million when Visa bought one of its punks and the project's total trading volume increased by 716%. In the past week, according to data from CryptoSlam, today is said to be another record breaker as of 5 p.m. UTC. Sales have already hit $98 million. Other NFT projects have sought to capitalize on CryptoPunk's idea. Board Ape Yacht Club, a collection of 10,000 t- uh, t- tiered, tiered looking, or tired, tired looking, is it tired or tiered? Tired. tired. Tired looking primates released yeah. in April is the most popular to it hit $320 million in all-time sales. Today, just as NBA star Steph, uh, Stephen Curry bought an, bought an ape, that's hard to say, bought an ape, and hours before the project is due to release, a breeding feature $36 million of bored apes sold a new record. Jeez, man, that's, uh, that's NFTs, man. Buy my book. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next news. 
this one is from uh, Coindesk and I follow Jack Dorsey so when I see a Jack Dorsey article I gotta see what's going on so here we go this one's written this one's from Coindesk written by James Rubin squares Jack Dorsey plans to build decentralized Bitcoin exchange uh, Square and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey tweeted on Friday that T, uh, TBD payment giant Square's new division focused on creating an open developer platform is planning to build a decentralized Bitcoin exchange. Uh, quote, help us build an open platform to create a decentralized exchange for hashtag Bitcoin, Dorsey tweeted. Uh, Mike Brock, who was named to lead the initiative tweeted separately that quote this is the platform we're going to solve make it easy to fund a non-custodial wallet anywhere in the world through a platform to build on and off-ramp into bitcoin you can think about this idea as a decentralized exchange for fiat quote we'd love for this to be the bitcoin native top to bottom brock wrote he also noted that the platform would be entirely developed in public open source open protocol and that any wallet will be able to use it brock noted gaps around cost and cost and scalability and that tbd need needed a solve for exchange infrastructure between digital assets like stable coins in july dorsey wrote in a series of tweets that square would launch the new business to make it easier to offer non-custodial decentralized financial services all right, I, I really like that idea, man. To have a big corporate uh, corporation like this to say, "Hey, we're going to do something open source." Um, are they going to capitalize on this? I I don't know how they're going to do it if it's open source. Anybody? I may I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, when it comes to open source, at least in my experience, the way that a company capitalizes on it is by offering support. Is what Red Hat was doing for the longest time with Linux. It's like, well, we produce this great software. Know, operating system that we've made and everybody uses it but now everybody knows how to use it so we'll offer support for money that's the only way i found open source to be of value um, to a company but i mean part of it is the uh, altruism you know they're just like hey we're trying to good, do something good for the world for the betterment of all people um and that makes you look good so pe people so it may be an indirect ploy Regardless, I think uh, Jack Dorsey is a good man. He's always out for the interests of the public. I, that's that's just my belief. I want I want to believe that he is a good guy, and not like uh, like some other folks at <clears throat> Coinbase. Uh, I mean, uh, some other folks that just want to just be nothing but capitalist. Which there's nothing wrong with being a capitalist. I mean, but give a little freedom for people to, uh, to exactly like this. Have it open source. Have people uh, integrate into it. Don't like like. For example, Coinbase. If you want to integrate your 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 project into uh, into Coinbase, you got to pay them a lot of money. Right. A lot of money. That's insane. Mm -hmm. From this being open source means that you can create your own wallet. You can integrate into that. You can build a whole team of different coins out there. You can, if you want a bunch of uh, shit coins put together on a wallet, then you can do that and integrate it into there, regardless if someone uses it or not. But you have the freedom to do that. So we'll see how that goes. Um, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I don't. Awesome. Good. So, with that said, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Cryptonauts, make sure you check us out on Discord. And Discord and Discord, because Discord is awesome. Check us out on... Actually, we're going to start doing this new, uh, this new series called Crypto Chill and Chat. We're going to do it on the 1st and the 15th of every month. Uh, we're going to try to do it bi-weekly. If you want to talk about crypto, 
it's open to the public, open to the community, unlike this particular podcast that it's kind of closed and just between uh, uh, Jake, Mike, and uh, myself. Um, but yeah, Crypto Chill and Chat, come on in in Discord, hang out with us around, jeez, uh, I don't know, send me a message. What time do you want to do that? What do you think is the best time? What, what, what time do you think is the best time? Because the first one would... We do it after, after the podcast. I mean, you know, we're doing this here now. A lot of people will have time Sunday afternoon, so... Mm. Okay, so we'll go ahead and do that. So with that said, Kryptonauts, uh, just jump into the Discord and talk to us. With that said, we'll catch you on the next one. Stack sats and huddle. Adios. Adios. <laughs> All right, you got it, man. I was waiting for that. All right, cool. We're out of here. Adios. Wait, five more seconds. Five more seconds. Adios. <laughs>